coming up on The Potter's Touch. Our God has a method of using the blessing that he placed on one to draw the other. Provocation is not comfortable. It makes me have to come face to face with where I am and that this is not enough. God didn't bring the person in your life to make you feel small. God brought them into your life to provoke you to the possibilities and the potentials of massive transformation. Everybody in this room has a blessing that God has given you that somebody needs. You'll never find out who you are until you give yourself away. And the more you give yourself away, the more God will increase. Today we're going to take a look at the principles of provocation, the principles of provocation. There is a reason you have been provoked, and often God uses some of the most unlikely people to get the job done. Take a look at this, you're going to be blessed. The reason I'm in this text is, is to cause you to catch a glimpse of how God operates, how God will bring you into a room, into an element, into a relationship, into a place, and let you see things to provoke you. How he'll put you around people that studied and they'll make you study. Because <laughs> God lets you hear them <laughs> to provoke you. God will allow you to enter into a space of uncomfortableness because provocation is not comfortable. I said provocation is not comfortable. Provocation is aggravating. Provocation is irritating. Provocation is frustrating because it, it makes me have to come face to face with where I am and that, 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 that this is not enough. Provocation makes you hungry. Provocation makes you thirsty. Provocation makes you restless. Provocation makes you seek something beyond where you are. Provocation makes you discontented. Hannah would have been fine. Hannah would have been fine. She was married to Elkanah, things were going good. Elkanah was a wealthy man. She was married in the wealth, everything was going good. She was sitting on Lucky Street right across from Happy Boulevard. Everything was going fine. Elkanah had two wives. That's the way the, the text, Elkanah had two wives. Yeah, Elkanah had 
too wise. That, that's kind of like what Paul is saying in Romans <laughs> is that God has two. <laughs> he has Israel and he has the church. And Elkanah had <laughs> oh, I, oh, if I had some preachers in here, if I had some preachers in here, Elkanah had two wives. The Bible says, and Elkanah had two wives, and one of them's name was Hannah, and the other one's name was Penina. And Hannah was happy and satisfied and comfortable and contented and relaxed. But God didn't want her to be comfortable and contented and satisfied and relaxed. Why not, Bishop? Because Hannah's womb was shut up and she couldn't have children. So there was some condition in her body that would not allow her to conceive. God didn't heal the condition. He provoked that there's nothing as irritating as being provoked once you have decided, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to have it. Maybe it's not God's will to be in my life. Maybe I'm supposed to be alone. Maybe I'm supposed to be by myself. Maybe I'm supposed to be down like this. Maybe I'll never be happy. See, flesh will make a deal to keep you from being provoked to stretch into the next dimension. But flesh will talk you out of faith. It'll talk you out of the uncomfortableness of believing God that your life does not have to be the way that it is. Even though you got used to it, doesn't mean it's God's will for your life. Elkanah had two wives. Hannah was good with it. Lord have mercy. I ain't even gonna bother that. I'm gonna walk right past that like I didn't even see it. Hannah was good with it. Her problem was that Penina took the same man that Hannah had and did more with it. If, if, if Penina hadn't have done more with him, Hannah could have told herself that maybe I don't have any children because of Elkanah. But Elkanah had two wives. And when he was with Hannah, nothing happened. But when he was with Panina, Panina started having baby after baby after baby after baby. And the Bible says, the Bible says that the Lord blessed Panina to have babies so she could provoke, so she could provoke Hannah. 
Every time you turn around, Panina walks around like this. Good morning. Hannah's trying to be cool about it, act like it doesn't matter. But here she coming, pregnant again. Pregnant again. Barefoot and again. <laughs> Every time you turn around. If she wasn't pregnant, then I could say it wasn't possible. If God hadn't delivered anybody from depression, then you could sit in your depression and say maybe it's not possible. But every time you turn around, God will show you somebody who's been through what you've been through, and yet they came. Just three people tell them, he's provoking you, he's provoking you, he's provoking you. He's provoking you. He's provoking you. Have you, have you, have you, have you, have you, have you, have you ever been in a place that, that you didn't belong? That you didn't fit? And, and you didn't have the credentials or the qualifications or the status to be there? And you were wondering, why am I here? Let me tell you why. To provoke you. The more Panina got pregnant, the more Hannah got depressed. Now Hannah walking around like this. She not sick. She not broke. Everything that she was happy about is still there, but now she's upset. Oh, Kelly says, girl, woman, what's wrong with you? I don't have no children. He says, am I not better to thee than ten sons? Isn't it enough to be married to me? She looked him up and down. See, sometimes once you are provoked, you can never be satisfied with what you used to be satisfied with. Somebody holler more! Somebody holler more! Somebody holler more! Hannah said, I want something Elkana, you used to be enough. But now that I see what you did with Panina, I want something. You know what God wants on Sunday morning? He doesn't want happy people. He doesn't want shouting people. He wants hungry people who want something. Touch everybody around you and say, I want something more, I want something more, I want something more. You might better get up and move because I want something more. I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to keep my seat. I'm not going to shut up and be quiet. 
I'm not gonna lay down and hold my peace. I didn't come here to look at you. I didn't come here for you to like me. I want something. All the hungry people give God a prayer. The anointing will fall, not when you are being served. It will fall when you serve. That's the aha moment. This is giving you a, a mindset to move your sermon through as opposed to an outline. You must first understand in context what the tax law looks like, how it implicates businesses, churches, nonprofits, and the like. You want to control your own narrative. So take possession of a Google page. Tell your own story. Do what you can do and watch God do what you cannot. This is a time for you to see this as an opportunity because you were born for this moment. The International Pastors and Leadership Conference for 2019 is headed to Tampa Bay, Florida. Register today to take advantage of our exclusive $99 offer. We hope to see you in Tampa Bay, Florida in 2019. So the woman who couldn't get pregnant with a barrel man now goes to an invisible God and says, God, I'm not satisfied. I got all of these tents. I got all of this stuff. I got a man who loves me. I got a man who blessed me so good, he's given me a double portion. But what I want, he can't give me. And she's in there praying and crying out to God. And when the priest comes in, he looks at her and, and he misunderstands what she's doing. And he calls her a drunk woman. Now to all of you conservative, refined people who refrain from any kind of expression, if Hannah would have been sitting there like this, nobody would think she was drunk. She must have been stagnant. She must have been stumbling around a little bit. She must have been murmuring around in the church and staggering like, when you want something bad enough that you stop worrying about your image and stop worrying about what you look like and stop worrying about what people think about you, God will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You won't have room enough to receive. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to give him a drunk praise. to get drunk. 
If you don't like drunk people, you better move away from me. I'm about to stagger in the presence of the Lord. I'm about to lift my voice and shout to God. Hallelujah. I want this thing. Whatever it takes, whatever I gotta do, whatever I gotta say, I won't let you go to your blast. I gotta close right now, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus. She would sing. When Mary was pregnant with Jesus, she sang a song to the Lord. When Hannah got pregnant with Samuel, Shabo Shada, she sang a song to the Lord. Watch this. So the Bible says, he reverses it. The pregnant woman is supposed to sing. But Isaiah said, sing, thou barren woman. Shut 
woman. Sing. The woman whose doors are shut. Sing. When you can't see your way out. Sing. When things are getting worse instead of better. Sing. Thou barren woman. Sing. For the children of the barren woman shall be more than the children of the married wife. In other words, the very one that looked like they wasn't gonna get it is the very one that's going to get it. Sing thou barren. They didn't hear me. Stop your music, because they didn't hear me. If there's any area in your life that's shut up, that's not working for you, that will not open, the Lord just said, sing thou barren. to you the children of the barren woman shall be more that's what the book said than the children of the married wife God said I'm going to do so much with the Gentiles who were barren <laughs> that I'm going to provoke my people to jealousy so I really didn't come to preach to the person who's got everything. I came to preach to the person who's barren in some area of your life. I came to tell you that the tail is gonna become the head, that the last shall be first, that the stones that the builders rejected and if you have the faith to stand there in your barrenness and give God a praise like it's already done, close my third time <laughs> we're going to inform we're going to inspire we're going to impart 
We're going to inform. We're going to inspire. We're going to impart. We're going to inform. We're going to inspire. We're going to impart. And the children of the barren woman shall be more than the children of the married wife. We're out of time. Thank you for joining us today. Isn't it interesting that God loves us so much that he's willing to provoke us? Just when you've decided that you're never going to amount to what you thought you'd be, God will use someone else and their blessing to show you what is yet possible. He'll allow you to smell it in order to ignite a hunger inside of you. Now, don't become envious. Instead, become determined and make a move by faith. Everything God has for you, you can still have. Move and watch God respond in ways that will utterly blow your mind. Before I go today, I want to take just a moment and thank my Global Partner System members for your help in enabling us to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to other parts of the world as well as the United States of America. Because of your giving, we have been able to do this, and it is a blessing, a blessing to sow into the kingdom of God. If you would like to further the gospel and make sure that we are there when you need us to be there, then simply text the letters GPS and any giving amount to the number 28950. You can also visit us at tdjpartners.org. Thank you, and God bless. God will use your opposition to accomplish His purpose because your time is now. The real battleground is in your mind. It's never in your circumstance. It's always in your head. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's critical message, This Is Your Opportunity, on CD, and these seven cards reminding us of God's promises. God will hide your greatest moments in a mess. Anything can happen at any time, and yet he'll let you just slide right through. And when your gift is $100 or more, we will add the Your Time Is Now series on USB, as well as these attractive hot and cold tumblers. I can walk through danger. This is not an opposition. This is an opportunity. A new life comes from a new mind and a new way of looking at your life. Say goodbye to shoulda, woulda, coulda, because your time is now. If you're in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. The people that are with you are hungry. He said, oh good, that's capacity. Wherever I see capacity, I will release a plot. Go back to being the kind of person who would put their faith on crazy dreams, that would dare to start actually believing that no weapon formed against them would prosper. Somebody's watching you that's got the power to take you from where you are to where you need to be. My I am will not be I am giving up. My Today, devil, is I am treading and trampling. Surround yourself by people that's not going to feed your ego, but surround yourself with people that are say to you, you lied right there. You got to get your leg. The time is now to change the course of your personal, professional, and spiritual life. It's the Woman Thou Art Loosed Masterclass, October 18th through the 20th in Dallas, Texas. Register today at WTAL.org. 
Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.